Come on. I don't care how old or how young or how, no matter what stage of life you're in. How many of you are ready to step into the new things that God has for you? Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. I don't want to live in yesterday's anointing. I don't want to live in last year's negatives. No more all the dramas of last year, last year's negatives, last year's, even the winds of last year's. I want to live in the new because God is able to make new things. New things. New things. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, God is able to make new things. New things. I want you to stand with me. Let's read this portion of scripture together because we're going to declare it together. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. And I want you to declare it with your heart, with your spirit. Okay? Are we going to read this out loud? Because this is the word of God for you. Because if you don't pay in, in attention to the instructions of God, how are you going to lay hold of his inheritance? If you don't listen and if you don't, how are you going to lay hold of the inheritance of God if you don't lay hold, if you don't believe in the instructions of God and how to get it? Amen? So today, I want you to read it with all your heart at the count of three. One, two, three. Let's go. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Oh God, help me preach and help your people listen. Open their hearts, open their spirit, oh God. And Lord, let that new thing happen in their spirit. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen. You may be seated. This year is 2018. 2018. Entering the new. 2017 to 2018. This year is going to be a special year. And uh, God can speak to us through different ways, correct? He speaks to us through signs and visions and dreams and, and many, many ways He speaks to us. And He speaks to us even through numbers. And I'm not going to... There's nothing magical about numbers. We don't go out and seek numbers and, and okay, okay, this is the number and then we go and buy the number. No, no, no. There's nothing magical about numbers, but God speaks through numbers and there is significance in certain numbers in, in the Word of God that He can speak truth to each and every one of us. Alright? Track with me. I need you to follow me. The number seven is God's number of perfection. Correct? Because God created the heavens and the earth in six days and on the seventh day, what happened? God rested. Genesis chapter 1. You can go back and read it. God rested. He looked at the earth and he said, it is very good. It was perfection. It was seven, it was a number of perfection. Seven is a number of completion. Then he rested. That's why those who, born, who are born on the seventh are such beautiful and such complete people like me. You know? How many of you born on the seventh or have a 17th or 27th in your in your, in your birthday. Anybody? How, I, I see, I see, but why so beautiful? Anyone else? Oh, I don't have, don't have, I don't wonder like this. <laughs> Seven is a complete number because God finished making the earth on the sixth day and on the seventh day, He rested and it was a number of completion, a number of perfection. But wait and see. What happened 
on the eighth day. The eighth day was a brand new beginning. Because the number eight signifies new beginnings. The number eight signifies new beginnings. Watch with me. Again, don't lose, come on, don't lose your attention. Listen to me. Number eight. How many people went into the ark? Eight. Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their three wives. Eight. Eight people stepped into the ark. The door closed. They left an old world and they entered into the new world. When the door opened, it was a brand new start for eight people. Eight. Come on. Come on. Some of you have got to leave that old world and enter into your new world. Close that door from that old world and enter into your new world because the brand new door is going to open and God is going to open new doors and it's a new beginning for you. Stop looking back at the old ways. Stop looking back at the old times and the old world and the old environment. It is over. You're going to enter into the ark. You're going to open that door. Something new is going to take place. It's a fresh new start this year. Not done. Eight. David. How many son was he? He was son number eight. What a coincidence. David, the son of Jesse, was the eighth son. He was rejected, he was forgotten, he was forsaken not even considered as a candidate to be anointed by Samuel. Go back and read the book of Samuel. Not even considered because nobody remembered him until Samuel asked, is there any other sons? Is there any other, any other children that we, I can look at? Oh yeah, we have one. Yeah, yeah. Come to think of it. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. We have one like, he's a shepherd line. Now some corner there, I, I'll, I'll send for him. Forgotten, forsaken, rejected. But yet, when he least expected it. God used him to start a new Israel. And through his lineage, that's where the Messiah came forth. His rejection was God's preparation. I don't know what you have gone through in the past, in 2016, 2015, 2017. You may have gone through some rejections, some hurts, some things that have happened in your life. But you know what? The rejection, it was God's preparation for God to do something new in your life because greater things are going to be birthed out through your life and through your spirit. Amen. Amen. On the eighth day, the Jewish children were circumcised because it was a mark of the beginning that they were a part of God's chosen generation. On the eighth day, and it also symbolizes, it also signifies us at the circumcision of our heart this day. Therefore, when we are in Christ, we are a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. How many notes are there in one key? Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. 
actually ends that do re mi fa so la ti when he goes to the next door which is the eighth note it is a starting of a brand new octave it is the starting of a brand new octave you are leveled up there's one level up it is on a higher note it's no longer on that same note do re mi fa so la ti do re mi fa so la ti but can't reach It is on that next level. It's on that next octave. How many of you are ready to say, "God, I want to be in that next octave. I want to be leveled up. I don't want to stay in this same octave. I don't want to stay in this same key. I don't want to stay in this same situation. The same situations that I went through last year, and the year before, and the year before, and the year before. It is over. 2018 is a brand new start. It is a brand new start because God is going to make things new. Amen." You got to believe it. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. Isaiah says in his word, "Behold, behold, remember not the former things, nor consider the old things. Behold, I am going to make a new thing. Now springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and in rivers in the desert." That was just the intro. Firstly, how do you take hold of what is new? Firstly. Change your focus. Change your focus. The word of God here says, "Do not remember the former things. Do not remember the former things, nor consider things of old." He is not saying that you they are not important, but he's admonishing us that not to be confined, not to confine him to what he's already done. Don't confine God to what he's already done. The Red Sea miracles were great. Nobody expected the Red Sea to be parted. Nobody expected it. They were great. But what is to come for the Israelites? That was what was try- he was trying to say. What is to come for you, O Israel? O Israel, is even greater than the parting of the Red Sea. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old, because God is ready to make a new thing. Because if you keep on holding on to past successes, if you keep on holding on to how things used to be done, you will never be able to see what God wants to make new in your life. You expect yesterday? Oh, it was so good yesterday. It was so good last year. It was so good. You know the things that I. Do you think God is limited to that only? Can He not do new things in your life? Can he not do newer things in your life? Can he not make things new in your life? The situations in your company, the situations in your family, are you stagnating him? Are you limiting God? God says, as he spoke through the prophet Isaiah, "Do not look back at the former things. Do not remember the former things. Look at them, and be 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 amazed by yes, what God has done, but." He wants to make a new thing. Ephesians three twenty says, "God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that works in us." God is able to do exceedingly abundantly, far above what we can think or imagine. But then we like to put God in a fathomable way, in in a comprehensional way. But God, I, I know, I know, I know. 
you can do this, you can do that, you can only make it like this. No, he can make a new thing. He can make a new thing. In the same way, in the same manner, in the same token, not just the past successes, it's also about the past hurts and the past disappointments. If you keep looking back, you will never be able to move forward. The past is like using your rearview mirror in the car. The past is like using your rearview mirror in the car. It's good to glance back to see how far you've come. But if you stare too long, you miss what's right in front of you. I like what Tommy Tenney says in his book. He says this, A true God chaser is not happy with just past truth. He must have present truth. God chasers don't want to just study from the moldy pages of what God has done. They are anxious to see what God is doing. And God is doing a new thing. God is doing a new thing in your life. God is making something new in your life. God is making something new. Even through the situations that you have gone through, God is doing a new thing. In this 2018, in the number eight, and I believe with all my heart, like I said, we're not into magic. It's not about magic. It's not about, about, about saying that, oh, oh, you know, it's a magical thing that it's going to happen. Eh? But I believe it with all my heart, even as we enter into this year. It is a year of new beginnings. The old has passed. The new has come. The old has passed. The new has come. Come on. How many of you believe, really believe it? That the old has passed. The new has come. The past disappointments, they are over. Some relationships that need to be over, they are over. Stop breathing life and resuscitating things that God has, has been trying to kill. Some of you are resuscitating things over and over again when God has put it to death in the mighty name of Jesus, covered by his blood. He doesn't want it for us again. But we breathe life into it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, but it's painful. But, but I miss him. But, but, but maybe there's hope. Stop it. something new to happen in your life. Stop resuscitating things that God has put to death. Some of you live like hell but claim the promises of heaven. Anybody hope? Some of us live like hell but claim the promises of heaven. Because we don't want to let go of what God has already put to death. If you want something new to happen in your life, change your focus. Stop looking at the past. Stop looking at and reminding yourself of the things people have done, the things people have said, and rewinding it over and over and playing it over and over in your head. It is over. The doors are shut. 2017 is over. It is complete. It is finished. You're entering into the new. Change your focus. Stop looking at the back. Why do you think the rearview mirror is so much smaller than your windscreen? Because you are supposed to pay attention to the windscreen and not to the rearview mirror. But so many of us are trapped. Do you know that we can, that we can actually live trapped in the past? not wanting to move forward. 
Because you choose to say, I don't want to let go. And you continue to resuscitate. You continue to breathe life to whatever that is supposed to be over, gone, and dead. God has put some things to death. Don't revive them. Don't revive them. No more CPR. Do not resuscitate. DNR already. Do not resuscitate. Let it go. I pray the spirit of Elsa over each and every one of you. <laughs> the anointing of Elsa over all of you. Let it go. Let it go. Don't hold it back anymore. Change your focus. Do you want to move into the new? You want to see God make new things? Do you want to really see God do make new things? Then don't look back. Change your focus. Amen. Change your focus. Secondly, a new thing. What is this new thing? Oh, I like this. Whew. A new thing. This is not just any new thing. The new thing that it says here, it is a created thing produced by God. It is a created thing produced by God. Ooh, like, it is a created thing produced by God. This new thing is not like, oh, my car is born, I need to buy a new car. That, that one is not, it's new, but it's not the, uh, that, that new thing that it's referring to. Because this new thing is a new thing that is created and produced by God. Nobody can fabricate it. Nobody can, ah, okay, okay, brand new bag. Okay, let's go. It's not that, that kind of humanly done things. It's a new thing that is created thing produced by God. How many of you know how God is a creative God? Okay, two people, five people, ten people. Okay, how many of you know that God is a creative God? Okay, watch here with me. Let's go a little bit deeper. I like this. Genesis 1, it talks about a God who created all things, correct? Genesis 1. Genesis 1, it talks about a God who created all things, correct? Alright, very good. Now, in Genesis 1, he talks about, in Genesis 1 verse 2, uh, he, he says, God spoke lie, I mean, God spoke lie, and then the, the seas parted. Genesis 1, the entire chapter, Genesis 1 gives the account of the creation. He made land, he made vegetation, he made the animals, and he made Adam and Eve. Okay? This was none other than Elohim God. Elohim God. The word God there, when you read in your Bible, in your English Bible, it says, and God created the heavens and the earth. That word God, when you, tra when you translate it to, to Hebrew, it says Elohim. It's the plural form of the name of God, and it says it's, it means God the, the powerful creator. God the creator. This is Elohim God in action. This is Elohim God in creation. This is Elohim God who is going to do mighty things. Okay, now watch this. Genesis 1 verse 2 says, And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Genesis 1 verse 2 says, And the earth was without form and void. In the Hebrew, it says tohu wabohu. Let's see now you learn Hebrew so. Tohu wabohu. Tohu wabohu is not taufu wabohu. Eh? Don't get hungry on me. Tohu wabohu actually means 
formless and empty. Formless and empty. Watch. The earth was formless and empty. But God made everything out of nothing. But God made everything out of nothing. This was an empty world. Void and empty. Formless and empty. But God created everything out of nothing. So this year, can I say this to you? Stop telling God what you don't have. Stop telling God what you don't have. God, I don't have the right relationships. God, I don't have the right connection. God, I don't have the right financial standing. God, I don't have the right people that I can talk to. God, I don't have the right, right kind of parents or, or, or family relationships. God, I don't have the right kind of resources. God, I don't have the right kind of job. God, I don't have the right... God is able to create something and all things out of nothing. Come on! Give Him a shout of praise. So this year, I believe with all my heart, even as you look at your life and you say that God... I really can't do this. There is no way. There is no, it's empty. The road here is empty. There is, there seems to be not enough resources. Stop telling. Stop telling God all that. Because God is an Elohim God. The creator God who created the heavens and the earth out of nothing and everything came into being. Everything. Oh, come on, come on, come on. You got to believe it with your heart. Stop acting like as if God needs you. Because if He can create everything out of nothing, honestly, we are nothing. <laughs> Alright? Stop acting as if God needs us. You come before Him humble and say, God, I don't have anything. But God, I'm going to trust you that whatever you have promised me for this year, it's going to come to pass. My spouse is not there. My children may not have the full family that, that, that I need, that, that they need to grow up. But God says, I can create all things out of nothing. My job is just not working out. There's nothing, there's nothing to it. There's, there's, I don't see a future. I don't see, I don't see how it's going to happen. But God says, I'm going to do make a new thing in your life. I'm going to make a new thing. Out of nothing, I created everything. Do you not perceive it? Do you not perceive it? Elohim God is creating all things in your life. Out of nothing, God created everything. Come on. God's going to do something new in some of your lives. going to look back. I want, I want to build your faith because whatever we're talking about here on the 13th of January is going to carry you to the 15th of May. It's going to carry you to the 22nd of June, 30th of August, and right to the end of this year. You've got to believe that even as you go through this year, whatever ways, whatever things that you thought that it was impossible because it was 
It's empty. It's nothing. God is able to do something in your life. Amen? Amen! Amen! How many, come on, how many of you are going to believe and stand and claim on the promises of Elohim, the creative God that is going to create everything out of nothing in your life? Come on, if you believe it, give Him a shout of praise. Thank you, Lord! I claim it, I receive it, oh God. Thirdly, expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. The new thing here also implied as something that is unprecedented in its wonderful character. The new thing is also implied as something that is unprecedented in its wonderful character. Hmm. Something that is unprecedented in its wonderful character. What does that mean, a new thing? What does unprecedented mean? Let's look at the next slide. Unprecedented is defined as unparalleled. unparalleled. A little bit earlier. It's good, actually, you know, good speaking in tongues and unparalleled, 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 unequaled, unmatched, unrivaled, without equal. Come on. Things like this are going to happen in your life. Extraordinary, uncommon, out of the ordinary, unusual, outstanding, striking, exceptional, abnormal. Abnormal things are going to happen. Unusual, singular, remarkable, unique, anomalous, atypical, untypical, freakish, unheard of, unknown, novel, original, new, groundbreaking, revolutionary, pioneering. That is what us, those, those are some of the synonyms for unprecedented. God, when God says, I am doing a new thing in your life, it's talking about God. It's going to do some things in your life that are unparalleled, unequaled, unmatched, unrivaled, without equal, extraordinary. God is going to do all these things in your life. Something is going to happen. God is going to give you some groundbreaking thoughts. God is going to give you some things that are outstanding, exceptional, striking. Before this, nobody noticed you in the company, but God is going to do something in your life. God's going to say, hey, the people are going to notice because it's something wonderful in character that people are going to notice and see and hear about it and feel that, hey, something is different, something is new, something is extraordinary that is, that is happening in your life. Something unheard of, unknown. Of course, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun because all things he already knows. But he can give you that new idea, that new idea that has never been heard of in your company. The new idea that has, the new way to bring up your child that like you never thought of or you imagined that could work for him or her. The new thing that you're going to do even in your relationships and in, in things that, that, that are going to come your way, that is revolutionary and that's pioneering. Do you not perceive it? This is the new thing that he's talking about. It is a new thing that is unprecedented. Unprecedented. I know some of you started this year with a lot of unprecedented things happening. That's why just now when Roger asked, how many of you started this year? Great. And then, hey, okay, three, five. Okay, okay. The rest, the rest is like, okay, okay, let's not even ask. 
because some unprecedented things have happened. In fact, some freakish things have happened. But God is doing something new. God is doing something new. God is doing something new. Out of all these things that are happening, I perceive it in my spirit, God is doing something new. Do you not perceive it? Something happened last Sunday that was freakish. Really freakish. And I'm going to invite Alex and Rachel to come out and share. The cell come to myself. <laughs> advertisement, advertisement. <laughs> so, um, what happened last Sunday is um, we had a, a, a short trip on a Saturday night. Um, on, on, on Sunday itself, we were returning from Kuala Selangor um, using Plank back to KJ because we have a rehearsal for Easter. And we need, we need people for Easter performance as well. <laughs> so, okay, uh, no more advertisement. So what happened is so we were take, we were taking we were waiting for a traffic light to turn green. As it turns green and we just drive through and out of a sudden uh, a big big bump just snapped and landed on our car. And it was so heavy that my car at this point was total loss. Yeah, that's my car. Oh suck it. Food tank petrol someone. Yeah, I mean, well, now if I, I went back to the garage and I, I, I found my car, and I couldn't believe uh, how both of us can survive because it, it was it was that small corner at the driver's seat, and and my wife Rachel she was dodging, she she was she she was uh, holding race, she was looking at race. So when the tree came down, her natural her natural reaction was to dodge this way. So she was at uh, close to my lap. Uh, and my natural reaction was like that. And those were the two points um, that is total uh, fear of any danger. Yeah. So I, I really want to thank God. I told Pastor, I, I told Pastor Brian that I have to share this testimony because um, we also just realized that the accident happens on the 7th. if his hand is not on us. Yeah. So, glory to God. Amen. 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 Come on, let's give God the glory for their lives and sparing their lives because this was an unprecedented thing that happened, you know, but God has been wonderful, wonderfully, powerfully 
spared their lives. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you that, God, their, the blood of the Lamb was upon them, oh God, and they were protected and spared. And we pray, Father, for peace that surpasses all understanding to guard their hearts and their minds every time they drive, especially at the traffic light or under any trees. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we will be with them. They're going in and they're coming out, oh God, because this year you have already shown them that you are making all things new. You are making a new thing in their lives. And God, it will be a powerful testimony for many to see how wonderful you are in the mighty name of Jesus. We proclaim it. And all God's people declare, Amen. Do you know that immediately after that, the aunt, the uncle, or the family members, they were texting in the chat group. And the chat group says, what was that thing that they said? That's what the family members said. Non-Christian family members said, you must be very blessed because your God protected you. Come on, let's give God the glory and the praise. There's going to be some unexpected things that are going to happen. Going to be un some unexpected things that are going to take place. But it's going to manifest the glory of God all over it. The glory of God is going to be manifested all over those unexpected things and it's going to happen now. The Bible says just now in the Word of God, it says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. When? Behold, I am doing a new thing. When? When? Does it say when? The next verse says, Now! Now it springs forth. Not in 2019, not in 2020, not in 2021. Now it springs forth. And I believe it with all my heart. God is going to do something new in your lives now. This year is going to take place. It says there, you will see ways in the wilderness. Opportunities, doors that have seemed to be closed to you. They're going to be opened. Ways in the wilderness I will make. And rivers in the desert, not just one river, or not just one small little stream. It talks about rivers in its plural, streams in its plural. In your other, in your other translations, it says, streams in the desert you will see. Streams, not just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The doors are going to be wide open for you. In fact, in fact, if you look, at the Hebrew lettering for the number eight. It's very interesting. I don't have it here. I, I didn't plan to share this. But as I studied it further, if you look at the Hebrew numbering, it's called Cheth. Chet. Chet. Number eight is Chet in Hebrew. You can Google it and you will find it. It's actually, it looks like this. And it actually looks like a door. It's not just like a door but it actually looks, it looks like a doorway. That the doorway is going to be opened for you this year. That the doorway is going to be opened for you this year. Doors that seem to have been shut in your face for the past many, many years, God says, I'm going to make things new. It is going to be open to you. And it's going to have, you're going to have access into places that you never thought you would have access to. You're going to have access and opportunities into things that you never thought was possible in your life. Because all this whilst those doors, you almost went into it. Bam! Slam your face. God says, I'm doing a new thing. This year, now it springs forth. 
Now it springs forth because it is a doorway. It is a doorway of God's blessing. It is a doorway that God's going to say, this year I'm going to do something new for you. And I believe it with all my heart that even as I prepare this message, I say, God, yes, let it be so. Let it be so in the spirit. Let it be so in all our lives. That God, this year you are going to make a new thing. It will come to pass because not because we are we are looking at but numbers, not because we are just looking at, at all, these, all these signs and whatever, but because we put our trust in an Elohim God, a God that can make all things out of nothing. Hallelujah, come on, shout hallelujah if you believe it. Hallelujah, come on, shout hallelujah if you believe it. Hallelujah, perceive it in your spirit that this year, things that have happened, it has started, some of you has already started in an unprecedented way. Different ones of you. But God, behold, I will do a new thing. I will do a new thing. Your children who have been wayward, relationships that have been strained this year, God's going to make it right. Because this new thing also talks about a new order. A new order. Whatever that has been in disorder, God will make it into order. God's going to make it in order. A new order. Whatever that has been in disorder, relationship that has been in disorder, finances that has been in disorder, this year God is going to make it in order. But you've got to do something about it. Don't look back in the past. Don't resuscitate things that God has wanted them to be, to be dead. Stop breathing life into those things. Close that door. Let it go. And move and walk through that doorway of God's blessing and God's fullest inheritance and God's everything that God wants for you this year, that new thing that God's going to do in your life. Be ready, be ready and be ready with open arms. Say, yes, God, I'm ready. I don't have everything that I need to see this, whatever my dreams, my desires come to pass. But God, you are a God that is able to make all things out of nothing. So I trust in you. I trust in that creator. I trust in my creator who has created me. He will make a new thing in your life. Amen. Worship team, can you come up on stage? Come on. Tonight, we're going to claim it in our spirit. We're not going to start this year like it's another year. We're not going to start this year as another status quo year and say, ah, it's a new year. It's not. 2018, behold, I am doing a new thing. Forget the former. Live in whatever that God has for you. Look ahead. Whatever things that are going to happen, the rejection of the past was only God's preparation for what is ahead. The doors that were closed during that time, God says, I'm going to open wide those doors for you this year. You've got to believe it. Perceive it in your spirit. And say, yes, God, this year, this year, it is my year to receive and take hold of all your promises for me and all your blessings for me. I'm not going to let it pass me by. And I'm not going to let my past hold me back from all that you have for me in front of me, ahead of me. Because whatever that is ahead for Israel, and the blessings that were for Israel were much greater than what had already happened. And on that same note, that blessing for you is going to be much greater than what you have ever experienced in different ways. Don't box God in. I'm not talking about just financial blessings, the blessings that will come in ways that you never understood. I 
received. I'm not talking about a prosperity gospel here. I'm talking about a God that is able to make things new. Make a new thing in your life. Whatever there was dead, God is able to breathe life, new life into it in your spirit. That seed that you thought there was no more hope in that situation, God says, I will breathe life into it and make a new thing. That is actually a plant growing out of a dead bark, I mean, of a bark that was cut off. He is able to make a new thing in your life. Amen? Let's stand to our feet.